if you're looking to put the daily grind aside and refresh yourself, then Alan Hughes may have the answer. He's at Ireland's very first health farm all morning. I certainly oh. am wearing and uh, feeling very zen this morning. Yeah, we're in Paris Court Springs Health Farm. And uh, just after the break, we're going to be chatting to psychologist Dr. John Francis Leader about well-being and how we can all achieve it. So you don't want to miss that after the break. Even Jack started homing there. You are very welcome back. Now, if you're looking to unwind and recenter yourself, sure am. People are stressed with return to offices. Everything Close that's your going eyes, on. Go with to the bed. Leaving search and junior search. Maybe this can be just the thing for you. Alan is looking at a range of wellness and health options all morning. Over to you, Alan. Thank you very much, Marin. Yes, and I mean a lot of people are stressed the start of a new year in January and February, and we are here at the Paris Court Springs Health Farm, and I'm chatting now to psychologist Dr. John Francis Leader about well-being and how we can all achieve it. Good morning to Good you. Good morning. John. Thank you for having we me. We all hear about this. Oh, look after your well-being. What does it actually mean? Well, that's kind of the problem, I think, in many ways, because it's a, a nice aspiration. Who doesn't want a great sense of well-being? But then when you go to do it, you, you've got a couple of problems. One is if you do it too narrowly, you're not holistic enough, because there's a number of aspects to life that you need to kind of keep your finger on the pulse of. But then the other thing people do is they get a list together of 27 things that are important, and it gets really, really confusing. So well-being is, in a sense, a holistic thing, because we can't, kind of like the engine of a car, you can't just look after some parts of it, but not others. They need to work together. So a useful kind of a guideline to think about it is, we like to think of three key areas, and the research backs this up, that are important achievement, balance, and communication. So what that roughly means is your relationship with all the stuff outside of you, career goals, things like that, that matters for well-being. But then the other bit is your relationship with yourself, the internal stuff. Are you getting enough sleep? Is your self-talk okay? Health and wellness. And then the third bit as well, relationships with other people. So if one of those is kind of absent, it tends not to add up so well for well-being. But I don't think any of us will have all of those perfect. Absolutely. So, so for people looking in this morning going, oh, that's all very well to say that, how can we achieve that balance? And it's a lot like nutrition, you know, because any given moment, if you think about health and diet, you don't have all the nutrients perfectly balanced. So you kind of lean a bit towards what you need and then lean a bit the other way, or you exercise or you eat, etc. So it's kind of very similar for well-being broadly. There's almost this kind of experiential diet that we need to manage. So you're right, because in certain days or weeks, we're going to maybe lean towards relationships a bit more, but then our career or our goals needs a bit more attention. And then maybe you focus on that for a while, but then your sleep needs more attention. So you need to keep moving back so between it. It's tricky. Is it then basically just trying to have a balance in your life? That yeah. nothing's too extreme or nothing's too boring, just to have a nice balance? Yes, it's a balance, but it's a balance of the right things, I suppose. And that's why if we try and balance too many things, that also gets complicated and we get spread thin. Hence the idea of keeping those, you know, kind of three main categories of kind of outside, inside, and between us and other people. But you're right, it is uh, a kind of a dance, I suppose, we need to do in an ongoing sense. And if people sort of say, like, I feel that maybe I'm a happy person, is my well-being good just because I feel happy, or is that wrong? It's interesting because actually it shows, the research shows it goes both ways. So it is true that feeling a bit happier can make you maybe notice those areas a little bit more and tune into them. But if, for those of us who maybe don't feel as happy as we might like to, 
one important tip is to not try terribly hard to chase happiness. It's not that we don't want happiness, but happiness is a bit like an apple on the tree if you run an orchard. You don't want to sit there stressing out over apples. You want to, in a weird way, almost forget about the apples and take good care of the trees, doing various things throughout the year. And happiness kind of tends to follow then in that way. Okay, so there's people now watching this morning and they're going, okay, well-being, it sounds all lovely and we're here in this beautiful health farm here and we're all going to try and look after ourselves this year. Are there any simple things that we can be doing on a daily basis to make our well-being better? Well, you've said it there. That word simple, I think, is absolutely essential because, you know, with the best will in the world, January comes and we've got these kind of Indiana Jones kind of ambitions for things we want to achieve. I know, we all want to go. Like, I, I don't understand people who want to uh, go on diets in January. It's probably the worst time to do it. There's, it's dark out, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cold out. You can't exercise. You can't, like, you know, yeah, I just, yeah. so um, you know, be you, realistic. You admire the spirit and some people do achieve it and some people don't, but for a lot of us who achieve it, but then it's not sustainable. Yeah, that's kind of the bigger issue. So simple really is the key because it's like a balanced diet. If you think of the example of, of nutrition, you can't just balance your diet and then you're done. You know, it has to be this ongoing thing of caring for yourself in an ongoing way. So what can be really useful as a starting point is to stop and to look at those three areas, your relationships, your own internal wellness, and then your goals and external stuff that you're working on, your projects. And in each of those areas, to check in. And if you were to do maybe one small thing, in each a day. It might be researching something, it might be meeting up with somebody, it might be checking in with somebody, it might be clarifying your goals a little bit more. Tiny little things like that done regularly tend to be much more sustainable rather than these big intimidating things that are hard to keep up with. So kind of stopping, checking in in that little holistic way in those few areas. And, and would you say would things. you say put those three boxes and yeah. then check, like, okay, what's my relationship like? But say if you're having a rocky relationship, yeah. you, there's not a lot you can do about that at the moment. You're having a yeah. rocky relationship. Yeah, absolutely. So there's two things you can do. One is you can draw from other areas because you're right. In a given moment, you mightn't be able to work on one of these. And it could be the reverse. It could be problems with career and goals. Mm. So you need to actually go to your relationships for sustenance in that moment to get the energy to then deal with those issues. But equally, if you have problems in your relationships, your own wellness matters, taking care of that maybe, or maybe career or projects that interest you might actually give you energy to feel more alive to then work on the relationships. Now, you might be able to do that immediately, it may take time, or maybe other relationships as well could be another possibility. So if you're sort of maybe having problems at work, do you look at the other two and go, well, look, at they're doing really good at the moment, so I'm going yeah. to concentrate on them. Yes. Or do you try and fix the work one? Bit of both. It's like seasonal availability with food. You know the way if you were eating according to the season, certain foods wouldn't be available. So what you would do is then you'd come back uh, to the foods that are available. But then when the other ones are available, tap into them and get them. Okay. There's a lot there, isn't there? There absolutely is. And there's no simple way of doing it, of achieving it. You never achieve it. It's an ongoing dance. However, if you're focused on it in a day-to-day -day sense and you know, you're caring about it and taking simple steps, they tend to add up and you form good habits. So does it just mean maybe, I don't know, like just being more aware of yourself? Yeah. Useful thing to do, have a pen and paper or the digital equivalent and stop once a week maybe, once a month at least, and stop and kind of go, in each of these areas, relationships, my well-being, my external goals, what are some of my key values? What are some of the most important things to do? And how can I do simple things then each day towards them? If you're doing that regular check-in, it makes a big difference.
Okay, John, thank you very much for that. I'll, um, I'll go off and I'll do my checklist a little later on. I'll help you with it. You can you help me with it. There you go. I have a psychologist on hand to help That's me with that. Option. Thank you so much for that. Mwerin and Tommy, are you checking your list today? I sure am, Alan. Are you, are you looking after the tree or are you too busy chasing apples? That's the problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I'll eat all the apples. Eat yeah. all the apples. Unfortunately, I've killed the tree stone dead in my <laughs> life. Anyway. Now